Good morning. Happy Monday, everybody. It's time for Food Talk. I'm Marianne Myers, and I am so happily joined by my <laughs> ever-fabulous co-host, Linda Perkins. Good morning, Linda. Good morning, Marianne. I've got my apron on. You have your apron on underneath a, a fleece. I well, think. because cause it's a grimy one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want you to have to think oh. things in your brain like, why has she been rolling in SpaghettiOs? <laughs> <laughs> we, we could have we posted a picture and had a contest oh. to see what you've been cooking. <laughs> it's like counting the m in a jar, counting the food items on Linda's apron. <laughs> it just proves that you've been at it. Oh, well, happy February. I feel like it's been a long time since I've seen you because we had the snow day. Well, it was an ice day. I know. And we everyone in the county and, well, probably on the lower end of the river on both sides stayed where they were because, you know. They had to. Ice. It was a lack of friction day. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and then... Uh, and then what happened? Oh, just it was oh, a long extra, like five week, five yeah. Monday yeah, month, yeah. and so yeah, yeah. We've we've aged visibly since we've <laughs> seen each other. I Hi could, out there, I how could. are you? <laughs> Two of our listeners have died. We only have five. Oh my gosh, we're down <laughs> it's to been five. So long. <laughs> uh, oh God. What's well, your... uh, you know, it's uh, Valentine's is coming up. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you have extra uh, special things that you do? I got two words for you. Yeah? Valentine's Schmalentine's. <laughs> that won't I, fit on a little candy heart. No, I'm sorry. No. Why am I the co-host of a, of a cooking show? <laughs> no, I don't really do anything special for Valentine's. I don't do any special baking. I know, you know, I bake for a living, and I know it's a big baking holiday. But um, I think... The people that I bake for are kind of over the blush <laughs> Do you of think, love, uh, and they're just uh, in, a love? in a rut. No. I'm over, long over the blush of holidays. Holidays, yeah. And yeah. I don't mean just this year. And I think that, I mean, I have long, I, I have beyond everyone's tolerance rented on this subject. So I will not further. However, I, I wonder if... Um, the lockdown and the weird couple years of uh, Corona reset clocks for a lot of us. I see, I talk to more people who are not celebrating all the things they used yeah. to celebrate. Yeah. Well, and then um, I kind of jumped on that bag wagon early. You know, I'm an early adopter. You know that about <laughs> me, right? Okay. Anyway. <laughs> and so there were just years, I mean, that I just wouldn't do Christmas because it was too stressful. And I just tell people, and we've talked about that, you know, over Christmas, I, I'm just, I'm not going to do Christmas this year. Nobody asks you why. Yeah. You just don't do it. And it's so relaxing. And it's, I think that happened forcefully with COVID. No, I can't have Thanksgiving because I can't have you Petri dishes in my house. And so <laughs> I think a lot of people realized how relaxing it was not to do the holiday. Yeah. And that sounds so jaded. And, and I guess it is, but oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, no, I mean, if if you celebrate holidays, it should be because you want yeah. to, not because uh, you're making somebody yeah. else. I, I, I don't even know. Yeah. Well, and then I love, and it's the same week, Chinese New Year. I ah. love cooking Chinese food. I love preparing for it. And so um, that's kind of been my focus. Been making bao, bao, chicken, bao, bao, those steamed pork Chinese buns. Yeah, yeah, yum. And in fact, one day, okay, so you know I like to cook stuff and get it in the freezer. What did I make? 
one day um, I made a bunch of lasagna. You know, I just put them in little pans in the freezer. And then the next two months, three months are so easy. And then I made bao. And I made, oh, I made some apple pies because I still had some apples, you know, the uh-huh. very last of them. And I had to get them frozen. And so um, you can't, it doesn't work to make like apple pie filling and then thaw it and put it in a pie because apples don't thaw well. They just turn to pulp and water. So you have to have the whole thing all assembled and then just pop the whole pie in the oven. So I made apple pies, but just the volume of dishes that it generated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because lasagna, you got to do the noodles, you got to do the sauce, you got to do the cheese mixture. And then um, uh, bao, you have to do the dough, you have to do, uh, you have to braise the pork and then you have to make the bao mixture and oh, so many and steam them. So And you don't use steamers for anything else. And then the apple pies, you know, you have to make the crust, you have to roll it out, that makes a mess. And then you have to make the apple mixture and and it was just i i mean it was such such a volume of dishes i was resentful (laughs) (laughs) do you have a dishwasher no (gasps) dale does a lot of dishes but oh no i have the machine a dishwasher yeah oh yeah no i don't mean so sorry i'm so sorry i I wasn't implying you might have an employee (laughs) (laughs) because that's what i need although you know what that's an excellent idea (laughs) i know it is it is you know marianne merck was talking she's like and, and we've both worked in restaurants how come in a restaurant you can put a rack of dishes through in three minutes and at home i mean my my cycle takes 80 minutes yeah. I wonder why it takes so much longer at home than it does in a restaurant. Maybe it's that our water heaters aren't as hot. I don't know. I don't know. My, uh, I think most dishwashers have a boost. Yeah, and, so. and mine does too. It heats it up. And I don't know if it's because we're not using like zircon death spray well i think that's part of i think part of it is the product because um yeah i think part of it is the product but i think it's strong because you remember karen anderson she used to have the holly mccone type place downtown and she sold a lot of fancy dishes too and she said never ever put them in the dishwasher because that soap will eat away the fine yeah yeah so it's got to be strong if it's eaten away fine finish it'll etch glasses after a while yeah yeah i have plenty of those yeah so it has to be strong well anyway Three yeah. minutes versus 80. What's the deal there, America? I don't know, but I'm not in that big a hurry. But it is it, but it is um, very uh, limiting if you have a ton of dishes. If you've made you know, if, bao and lasagna yeah. and pie the same day. Yeah. Usually in cooking for two, I mean, I do do the dishes once a day because there's only two of us, and, yeah. and that's one <laughs> load of dishes. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, if I have 10 people over, <laughs> yeah. then I've got dishes for days. So, yeah, I know. That's the thing. That's the thing. We probably should talk about cooking. Oh, yeah. What you been cooking? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, uh, last night I went, I, I, you have often teased me about being <laughs> old school with my Salisbury steak and, you know, whatever else. <laughs> Chicken a la king. Well, I, I don't even know. Uh, I, because uh, my, wrong with that. my husband... <laughs> I, he has favorites, and I try yeah. to and I try to please him. And I said to him last night, "I'm trying a new recipe," and he was like, "Uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> poor Dale. Does it have sardines and beets? <laughs> that was the worst one. <laughs> Sardine, beets, and cream. It was a Jamie Oliver thing. Oh my gosh! It, it you know it just sounds. I like all of those ingredients, but that just sounds. No, it, no, it was awful. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Poor Dale. Thanks, Jamie. Um, I, usually I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. <laughs> but uh, it it wasn't a new recipe in, uh, it was a new twist on a very old recipe uh, for uh, pork tenderloin. 
which is uh, it's the pork tenderloin that I grew up eating with the mustard and brown sugar mm-hmm. and that glaze that is like been around forever. And this recipe, um, I'm trying to think who did it. Somebody famous, but it, it, the recipe was. Uh, published in 1989, so it's been around for a long time. It's a classic, and it had, you know, 4,600-plus people who had done it and a five-star review, and I was like, the the twist that it had on the glaze I've always made is that it had... um, uh, dry sherry in it. Oh, and I had never done that before, but it sounded kind of makes really sense good. though with yeah, the ingredients, and and it makes a difference. Okay, it was I, I really liked that. I would not go back to my old standby ever again. Which makes me remember that my mom, who loved spam, and I loved my mom, but <laughs> but she loved spam, and she would make the that that brown sugar glaze and it based the spam roast. <laughs> And bake it in the oven. Oh my gosh, she can't have been the only one. No, my, but I was lucky enough. I, I I'm from Minnesota, and I don't think we have spam. <laughs> no. You have some sort of potted meat. Yeah, or ice cubes. <laughs> oh yeah, really? Yeah. No. no. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, anyway, this uh, marinade was just brown sugar, grainy mustard, uh, rosemary, and um, sherry. Nice, and, and it was really delicious. And the, the one of the things that the sherry does is add a whole another bouquet to the s- smell of what's cooking, you know. Okay. And it was uh, not in the oven, just in a sauté pan. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, uh, cu- cutting uh, your tenderloin into chunks. Okay. That you would later slice. Huh. And then browning. And I, th- I think pork tenderloin is a really underrated cut of meat. It's so good. It's so fast, too. And um, I always um, either grill it, and I grill it a lot, or I brown it in the pan, but then I stick it in the oven. I don't have anything that I've, I think I've ever made where I just do it in a skillet. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. It, uh, it was good, uh, and I really like the marinade, which I think I've said before that sometimes I save a recipe just because of the dressing yeah, yeah. or the, the marinade. Sauce, yeah, yeah. And I think that this marinade really is specifically perfect for pork, but some of the other marinades that I looked up when I was trying to decide what to do with this little pork tenderloin were marinades that would work on so many different yeah, things. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, usually if it works on pork, it's good on chicken, too. Yeah, or fish, or um, tofu, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tofu will take anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, so I'm uh, inspired by all of these other marinades that I ran across, and I just saved them because of their marinades. Yeah, they're interesting. Yeah. So I made chicken cacciatore. Oh! Yeah, I don't make that very often. But I, I really like it. I make that never. Oh. And it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I really like mushrooms. I just do. I really like them. If if I make chili, um, I will put a mess of mushrooms in there before I'll put beans in there because I really like mushrooms. And um, um, when I make chicken cacciatore, I don't know if I do it right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. I don't do it that often. But um, I just take um, brown some onions or, yeah, I, I usually like brown onions instead of just weepy onions you know i think they're really tasty and then put the mushrooms in there some garlic um and then um you know tomatoes and tomato paste and tomato sauce and then um 
at some point in there. And I guess before I do the vegetables, I brown some chicken thighs that have skin and bone. Uh-huh. And um, and I dredge them in flour, but I don't do any egg or anything like that. And um, get them brown. And then once I have the sauce made and I put just whatever herbs I have in the garden um, and um, anything that's Italian, you know, oregano and, and um, parsley if I have it, but for sure thyme and for sure um, rosemary. And then, uh, like I said, a mess of garlic. And then I just um, put the nestle the chicken in there on the stove and then put a lid on the the um, big saute pan and just let it cook until the thighs are done, you know, maybe 40 minutes. So it just burbles a little bit as it goes. And then I do it, I put it over rice, and I really like it. I think it's really good. Yum. But I forgot to salt it. Oh. And that's always a big mistake. Yeah, especially with chicken. Yeah, and tomato, because both of them take a lot of salt. Yeah. And it's not something you can just like, tick, 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 at the table, and then it's fixed. You know, yeah. you have to like, tick, 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 And then it's just weird. It's just, it's not the same as when you cook it in there, right? So It's fresh salt. Yes. You don't want fresh salt. You want cooked salt. But it's true, you know, how they say to flavor at every level, you know, it's a big, big important thing with salt. And so it was um, shockingly bland. <laughs> and so anyway, that was okay. So we didn't really like mow through it like we normally would have. So um, when I was making lasagna, it was that same time, my last pan, um, I just didn't have enough sauce. So I had a bunch of that chicken cacciatore sauce, which is really close to lasagna yes. sauce. And I had some sausage. So I put that in there and I made it. But then, of course, I forgot to salt it again. <laughs> <laughs> So we ate it, and I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, oh, I didn't salt it again. (laughs) So we had a pretty bland week. Poor Dale. Oh, it happens. I'm like, it's like I have COVID. I can't taste anything, but it's because I didn't do any, you know, flavor. (laughs) I cannot believe how much salt I go through. Yeah, yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. And they say that's, you know, uh, if you're going to be a good cook, you go through a lot of salt and a lot of butter. Yep. That's for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know that you need to be a particularly good cook to do that. I mean, <laughs> those are things that yeah. you must, you know, you absolutely must have. Hey, I want to take a quick sec yeah. and remind everybody that Food Talk is a co-production of North Coast Food Web and KMUN, and that both of those fine nonprofits locally um, locally located are uh, have great websites, and you should go check them out. Um, if you miss uh, Food Talk and you wish you had heard it, uh, we wonder why. But oh, just call us up and we'll do it again for you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we'll just do it on the phone. We'll do a conference call. Uh, uh, there is uh, all the podcasts that you love here on especially the 930 um, band across the week in the morning are all archived uh, at KMUN.org along with so much more useful information. And uh, NorthCoastFoodWeb.org has all the information about their fabulous local foods uh, uh, Thursday market and all the other fabulous uh, programs that they are offering the community in support of uh, food security. For yeah, everyone, yeah. yeah. So, regardless of uh, regardless of financial situation, so we have a new program director. We do. So exciting! Welcome, Jack Harris. Yay! We're so we're very excited. Yeah, he's been on the board a long time. We should definitely have party hats. <laughs> <gasps> no lie, I know. Oh, and all I have is a Grammy apron. <laughs> I hope he doesn't take that wrong. <laughs> 
<laughs> Keep your jacket zipped. <laughs> no one will ever know just because we said it on the radio. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Why do I hate Valentine's? Nothing says love like a grimy apron. <laughs> Aren't I a catch? <laughs> Hey, I sent uh, Dale to the store the other day for little cuties, you know, those little mandarins. Yeah, yeah. And he came home with little smokies. <laughs> <laughs> those would be little smokies. Little smokies. They're, and, they're and like they're, rap stars. Yeah, and oh, yeah, yeah. But isn't that funny? Isn't that like, he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they're delicious, but they're short on vitamin C. <laughs> oh, I got to tell you, the dogs are excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while, I buy a package and uh, use them uh, in Tom's breakfasts until they're gone because Mm -hmm. uh, they're sort of a nostalgic thing. When we Mm -hmm. lived in Texas, Tom's aunt and uncle, who he grew up with, and uh, other family members, some of the family members had a ranch out in the wilds of uh, Texas, and we would all converge there, the big horde of family for Thanksgiving. And his aunt always cooked breakfast for everybody the first morning that we all woke up. And okay. it always involved little smokies. I never thought of them a as a breakfast giant food. Pa- pan full of them, you know, okay. in lieu of bacon. Okay. We had little smokies, which actually was a whole lot easier when you think about it for a big gang of people because all you're really doing, I mean, they're hot dogs, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're just warming them up. Yeah. You're not like having to deal with all that bacon grease and everything. But, um, just because that's a nostalgic thing. Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while, I will get little smokies. And um, did you go back? Did you send him back to get oranges? Because really, this is the time of year for oranges. Oh, yeah. No, he went back a few, ooh, excuse me, a few days later. But it was just really cute. And they're <laughs> kind of nostalgic for us, too, because when we were dating, he was really focused on getting my dog to like him. And oh. so he always had like a little Ziploc of his little smokies in his pocket. <laughs> and it totally worked. The dog's like, who is that lady? <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, Little Smokies, I don't know. You know, that's such a weird thing. I was reading a, uh, I, I can't remember, I, it might have been just one of the novels that I've been reading. I, it was something where someone loved Vienna sausages. Yeah. Same deal, yeah. you know, little tiny. Tubular uh, meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with this? I have no idea. I have no idea. So I read something, I think it was in the Oregonian. You know, I like their their food section that they have it, I think, once a week. (laughs) Susan Peterson is at the door with party hats. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Notice that mine is black. (laughs) That's just because it's a classic, not because it's... What kind of a marketing thing, what kind of a marketing brain do you have to go where you're like, I'm going to make a black party hat. Okay, this isn't, this is, you you know know what, this is kid size. (laughs) And I'm not sure that mine's going to fit on top of headphones, but I love the idea that we have party hats, and they even have little tiny pom-poms on Luckily, I have a bun in my hair, so it just looks like my bun is under construction. It's like a construction cone on my bun. You look like a backwards unicorn. (laughs) Oh, that's me. It's because of the grimy apron. Well, anyway, I read something. I think it was in the Oregonian in their food section, which I like, and they were saying that you can microwave beets. You know how beets are always, they take so long to cook. I have microwaved beets. Have you? I never have thought I've of it. I've cubed, cubed 
cubed them up. I haven't done the whole beets like you would to roast them off in the oven and then slip them out of their skins kind of thing. Yeah, but... no, that's what she said. She said to cube them up and microwave them. Yeah. And um, she said when she was writing the article, like somebody told her that and she's like, ha, 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 stupid person, no way. <laughs> and then that it worked just fine. And she was shocked that it worked just fine. And um, um, she didn't really like reporting it because it shouldn't <laughs> in her mind. <laughs> But that it worked. And so what she did is she did like a three-quarter dice and she put them in a pan with a little bit of salt and then um, just like half a, a cup. A non-metal of... pan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a yeah. bowl. <laughs> yeah. And um, half a cup of water. And then she did it on high for eight minutes, let them sit a little bit, and did them on high for seven minutes. So that's a long time in that's the microwave. A, yeah, and it depends on the wattage of your microwave. But yeah. that would that would... In my microwave, that would reduce. I don't know. They'd burn Be less time. Okay, they'd burn. Yeah, for sure at that um, amount of time. But you can check on them so easily. Yeah. And, and do you do you do yours with water? Yep. Okay. And last night I did uh, broccolini in the microwave. Yeah, and I've with done lemon juice and grated garlic and yeah, corn, broccoli, yeah. All, all those. But I just never thought of beets, just because. And and why not? Because potatoes work I know. just fine. Just because we haven't done it, you know what yeah. I mean? That's often the way that it goes. But I. Um, I don't know why I've been using my microwave more. And I have friends who will, uh, you know, tell me that the earth is going to uh, implode if you microwave your food. But as it turns out, scientifically, that is not correct. <laughs> I think that it takes less energy. Yeah. It takes more energy per minute, but less energy over the cooking time yes. of the item. Yes. Certainly with a baked potato. Yeah. Uh, opposed to putting it in your toaster oven or your big oven for uh, an hour. Yeah, or, a day and a half. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five minutes in the microwave, you got a good uh, thing going on. And, and if I am cooking something in if I'm baking something in the oven for dinner, like roasting something, mm -hmm. and then um, I want to have a baked potato, I will microwave it for five minutes and then pop it in the oven for the end of whatever's in there so that you get the crispy skin. Okay. Oh, hang on. I just want to test this. You know what I would really like to have is a standing rib roast. I mean, she came up with, you know, party hats. I just want to see if she'll... Oh. <laughs> If she'll bring us a standing Are you hoping Susan's listening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yoo-hoo out there. Yoo-hoo. <laughs> See what else she'll bring us. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I always use in, in my kitchen those um, bar towels, we call yeah. them. You know, but they're yeah. they're those all-cotton, terry cloth, cheap Really White. cheap. You buy yeah, them yeah. in bales of a dozen yeah, or something. Yeah, you do buy them in bales of, of like, I think, 52. Yeah. One for every day of the week. But yeah. but um, I just like them. I'm not wasting paper towels. And I, I also don't like a stinky rag, so I use it a couple times, literally a couple times. And then I do rag laundry probably every five days. And yeah, it, I'm, I'm doing, uh, well, actually, Tom's doing uh, the kitchen. I have a special kitchen a uh, little laundry basket on the counter and that is for napkins and those bus towels. Yeah. And I use two bus towels a day and they go in that thing at yeah. the end of every day and he's probably doing uh kitchen laundry every other day. Okay. He d he does a load of those towels plus the dishcloths and the mm -hmm. cloth napkins and a lot of bleach. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's it's just great. It's just a way to feel like everything's clean. They work really well. Yeah. And I'm just not I'm just not 
There's spreading germs around with a rag. Yeah. I really like it. Anyway, those rags, because they're 100% cotton, they work really well in the microwave. So if you have a potato, just poke a fork in it a bunch of times, you know, a russet potato. And it, it works with um, the Yukon Gold ones, too. And just wrap that towel around it and set it on high for five minutes and poof, you've got a baked potato. It works really, really great. Yeah. So they have those special potato pocket things. You know, people sell them at craft fairs where you put your potato in and wrap it up. It's like an envelope for a potato. And then oh, you really? It. And, yeah. it, and it's made out of cloth or something? Yeah, out of cotton. But it works just as well just to do a, um, uh, just yeah. a, 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 a bus towel or, a or even yeah. a paper towel. Yeah, I've never tried it with a paper towel. I do uh, because I'm baking sweet potatoes all the time because I cook for my dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and dogs are supposed to have sweet potatoes okay. in their food. So... Uh, Every few days, I'm uh, nuking a whole sweet potato. Just roll it in a towel and stick it in okay. there. Okay, and then that that just keeps the steam in, and it just makes it cook a lot more evenly. Yeah, yeah. And if you are, um, if you haven't poked them quite enough and they explode, <laughs> it's nice to have them contained. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it looks like you've stuccoed the inside Oopsie. of your microwave. Oopsie. Anyway, I am. Uh, I am. Grateful for my microwave. Yeah. You know, I watched America's Test Kitchen. You know, it's on public television the other day. And I hadn't watched it in a while. And those women were in full makeup. I think they must have some kind of new producer or something. But, I mean, they had going to the Oscars hair. <laughs> and, and, the, and the reason I noticed it is, you know, usually I just keep it on for company and I'm listening. You don't have to watch, you know, and I was doing something, like probably dishes. Anyway, <laughs> I was doing something. I looked up. I'm like, why does she have an orange face? I'm like, oh, it's a peach palette of makeup. And they all had, you know, just... Everything, everything was painted, and they had false eyelashes. All of them had false eyelashes on. Have you ever, like, opened your oven with mascara on? Uh, I, I haven't had mascara I know. on for so long, and, I don't And me know. either, because if I open my oven, it just <laughs> glues your eyelashes. And I can't imagine what it would do if you had false eyelashes on. And I'm just looking at them, and I'm thinking, why... Why? I mean, I mean, I get it. You're blinking. Whap, whap, whap. I mean, well, why do I have to look at this, you know, look for a at cooking the, show? I know, but 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 look at what's going on behind them. They're not actually cooking, cooking. I mean, they are doing the demo thing, but mm -hmm. they have this entire big staff back there that's doing all the prep work and all the cleanup and all the, they aren't like, we would not put on full makeup to cook dinner. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Although we might make a little bit of an effort if we were on TV. But what but... are they on? They're like 147th season. I yeah. mean, it never was that way before. I mean, their hair is crunchy. <laughs> yeah. it's, ugh, anyway. I haven't watched for really ever, but I should go on YouTube and figure it out. Just what they're saying, that we are all becoming post-human. <laughs> Just... I'm waiting for us all to get over the... Uh, uh, tarantula on your face eyelashes that I see. Oh, I know. And that that's I what see it everywhere. Was. And I love beautiful I do I don't have anything against makeup. I have nothing against any of that, but I think that lately it's alarming. Yeah. 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 Uh post human. Yeah. I know. Uh we'll get over it. You know we get bored. We're easily bored as a species. <laughs> yes. And we'll go on to the next thing pretty soon. And who knows what it will be, but I can't wait to Party see. Party hats. I'm so I'm old enough that I really don't care anymore. Yeah. So it's all a big entertainment. <laughs> kind of like food. 
Yay. It's a big entertainment. Yay. Yeah. It's citrus season, and I am so excited that it seems like it kicked in a little bit late this year. Yeah. Usually around Christmas, there's some of everything. But uh, just recently, started getting an expanded uh, variety of things beyond just uh, like the Valencias are back. Mm -hmm. And um, there for a while, we just had uh, the navels. A couple kinds, the heirloom navels, the not heirloom navels, and then caracaras uh, have been around for a while. But now we're really starting to get a variety of mandarins and tangerines and the Valencia oranges, which I love. They're yeah. just so juicy. And... What are those ones called? Not oranges, but are they pomelos? Yeah. Do you have like you... those? Uh, I used to like, I, I haven't, I have not bought one since I've been living on the mainland, okay. but they, I ate them a lot when I lived in Hawaii. I have a friend that's her favorite fruit, and I have never tried one. Yeah, they're sort of a combination of grapefruit and, I don't know, they're not as... Um, Astringent? Yeah. Yeah. Although I, I love this year. Grapefruit. This is my year. Okay. And I was in a store recently where they had uh, more than one kind of pomelo. Really? So, yes, you might want to I check it out. I am behind. <laughs> and it would be nice to get one that wasn't the size of a basketball, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why I haven't bought them. If I hate this, I'm going to hate this for a long time. Hey, uh, we're out of time. You want to sing oh, us out? I'm driving my vegetables. I'm driving my green vegetables. Wait over to Jack Harris's house because he's working here. It's really great. We're all so happy. Yay. My party hat is black. Okay, goodbye. <laughs>